You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. All right, welcome back to Mystic Moments, where I'm bringing a little bit of wisdom and mysticism to your week. Ooh, and bitch, let me tell you something about today, girl. It is a very special day here in the Mystic Moments household, okay, because I'm not even in my own household. I'm in my best friend's household in the middle of Maryland, doing a special recording, got a special guest on the hotline, y'all. But if this is your first time here, let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about me. It's Gangsta Guri, your famous, your favorite bitch, here back, back, back again with your general message to bring you the energy that is coming up throughout the next three weeks. So before we go ahead and hop into this week's episode, I want to introduce my special guest. Um, this person is, cause you know, Libra Moon things, I have to like shout this person out and say all the wonderful things that they have done for me in my life since I met them last year. I feel like I was like orphan Annie and they picked me up out of the Instagram mall and were like, hey girl, I see you. I love you, you're shining, keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Colin Bedell or Queer Cosmos with me on today. Say hello, Colin. Uh, hello, Gary. It is an honor to be here with you and your listeners, your family to me. This is exactly how I want to spend my day is in conversation with you. Yes. Oh, I'm so thankful to have you here on today. Listen, Colin is an author. Listen, the bitch got books. Listen, she is an astrologer. He is a wonderful, wonderful astrologer, has been doing a lot of work around how we look at communication, how we talk about being able to understand transits, how we understand astrology in a variety of different ways. Listen, I could ramble on and on and on about you, but Colin, how about you introduce yourself to the people? Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah, I've written a few books. I really want to make sure, too, that we utilize astrology and all spirituality, this metaphysical moment we have. There's so mm -hmm. much consumption and curiosity around what we're doing to address uh, communication sciences, the loneliness epidemic, and how we can really bolster relational intelligence and have the connection that determine the quality of our life. Mm, okay, so as far as emotional intelligence and being able to have like the fluidity, like the vocabulary to speak about emotional intelligence, why is that so important to you? And why has that been part of the crux of your work thus far? Oh, great. Listen, I love the Scorpio sun is like, but why? Give me, give me with the why. <laughs> Tell me why. why? <laughs> right. What is it about you? <laughs> so I think the reason why is because I'm a Gemini stellium. So mm -hmm. I am constantly curious about how we can communicate better and put commune as the root word back in communication, baby. Okay. Ooh, okay. And I am a Gemini twin. I was born uh, with an extraordinary twin sister named Courtney. And I believe that when you're given access and proximity to, you know, data and information experiences that can be of service to others, you have a spiritual obligation to give it away to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that I have a little bit of a propensity for verbal communication. I had to study it. It wasn't a gift by any stretch. And then I definitely, as a twin, am a lifelong student of interpersonal dynamics. So who am I not to say, all right, what have I learned and how can I give that away to others so that they feel more empowered in their proficiency and their competency, and then also more connected with the people they want to be connected with. Amen to that. Hello. 
I have to figure out, because like also one thing, you got to tell everybody the books that you've authored. What are the books that you've written? What oh, are the books yeah. you've published? Go ahead, lay it out for us. So uh, I wrote a little bit of astrology with Sterling Press. Uh, and they have this really beautiful, a little bit of series as an introductory guide for uh, metaphysical concepts. So I wrote a little bit of astrology. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote Queer Cosmos, the astrology of queer identities and relationships, and just approached astrology from a queer lens. And I didn't necessarily make any of the planets gendered or talk about the good or bad compatibility, mm-hmm. or even honestly other traditional and classical forms of astrology, which I respect and, and value and I'm really grateful for their contributions. And sometimes I don't think that it's actually accurate with the lived experiences of queer folks. So mm-hmm. I don't use words like in detriment, in fall, or anything like that. I believe that every planet has worthiness and dignity and every zodiac sign. Worthiness is not circumstance dependent. It's a birth, right? Mm-hmm. Let me try wrote about that. Amen. Okay. And then I wrote my third book, Gemini, with uh, Sterling Publishers. Again, they have uh, a series, a science-specific series with some of my astrologer friends, which was so cool. I felt like we were the Spice Girls. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Taylor wrote that, and Jeff wrote that, and da 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 And then I wrote Gemini in the most Gemini of activities. I was just like rolling all over, getting into trouble in Greece and Turkey and America, writing a book in two and a half weeks, and die- almost dying every five minutes. And that was my mm. Yeah. A bitch can't drive, let me tell you. Or I or I did it at the time. I did it at the time. I know how. Don't. But you got your right, but you got your license now because I remember that whole experience. Child, you got that together. I did. Oh uh, uh, two weeks for a book like that's Yo. insane. That's insane. I know. Welcome to corporate publishing. Ooh, child. <laughs> Listen, that's why I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, girl, because I don't know if I can handle that. Two weeks. Bitch. That's so annoying. I know. And then they were like, listen, you're going to have three months to think about it. And they were like, okay, here's the contract. And can you get it to us t- like yesterday? I'm like, no, no. And thank God I said it. I was like, no, but give me the money. <laughs> Hello. And I'm still going to do this work, but on my own time. That's very Gemini energy. 100%. Right. Cause like the, your last minute planning, not my emergency. Oh, <laughs> I felt that one. Listen, I absolutely am so grateful to have you here on today because uh, has changed my life in so oh. many different ways. Like no cap, like no flex, like all the sayings that the young girls like to say. Like, honestly, like you have given me so much direction as far as my own personal self-worth and just reinforcing the fact that like, one, I'm capable, two, oh. I am valued, Three, I'm seen. And I know that that's not just how I have been affected by you, but there's so many other people like that I know in my life that I've met over the last year that have also said those same things. So like, thank you for everything that you do. It is so beautiful and so like honoring to share this space with you on today. Uh, You're trying to make me cry. And like us cat moons, we don't want to do that. Listen, my Libra moon sees your cat moon. It's like, go ahead, girl, feel them feelings. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're surrounded by cat boys. You love Mm -hmm. them, like make us cry. Yes, I do. You are so valued and so worthy. And what I love is when other people talk about you with me and just highlight that which I know to be true and then shine even more granularity on you. And everybody says unanimously, like, he's a star. I'm like, I know. And he shines so fucking bright, okay? And no, truly, truly, you. you really are. And it's it's just an honor to bear witness to that. And that's the gorgeous, that's, so, um, that's what's so amazing about our careers, right? Is that we're always seeing just the, how other people are different and special in their own ways. And then how much actually we all have in common too. So. Amen. 
I love it. Listen, before we go ahead and transition into the star summary, I always ask any guest that comes on, big three, what's your big three? My big three is Gemini Sun, Capricorn mm-hmm. Moon, as I said, and mm-hmm. then Leo Rising. Leo Rising. Okay, now. So let me, you know, because I like to tell everybody from my own vantage point, because I ain't one of the astro girls or whatever, but you know, I be knowing a little something. <laughs> but I get this sense of you being someone who can really find your way, maneuver in whatever situation you find yourself in. A hard worker, like, let me tell you guys, Colin will be like, oh my gosh, like, I've been working on, you know, all of this budget stuff for, like, these days I got to do all my uh, my financials and, like, yes. make sure that this is together, like, on Tuesdays, because he loves doing that on Tuesdays. Like, he has a schedule and a plan for everything. But when you go anywhere with him, like, he just brings light into the room. He brings his presence, like, you cannot miss Colin. So all of those uh, placements, 100%, like, they match the energy that he brings. So thank you so much for sharing sharing you with us. Oh. Gary, please listen. And when you walk in with that Pisces rising, like divinity, <laughs> you turn on all the lights. Okay. It's like the city shines brighter when Gary's sitting down, you know, and then he, mm. with your Scorpio sun though, you create like a vortex and an energy of like deep focus, specialty and concentration and just pure joy. I mean, the day we met, we danced in every single restaurant we went to. Yes, we did. <laughs> sure did. And right. had a great time. People were loving us together. <laughs> yes, they were. And we were dancing to Pussycat Dolls, the buttons. We were singing the Sailor Moon theme song. Britney Spears, like, because you know we both Britney Spears stands. Oh, so. <laughs> ever and ever, child. It's a forever thing. Wait, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Hey, let me ask you something. So, and also that's your Libra moon pipe, by the way, like Libras mm-hmm. are so fucking funny. Like the way that they deliver a well-placed joke and imitation always sends me through the roof. <laughs> so what do you think it is about Britney that you love and that has like stood the test of pop stardom? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna be very honest. Like it flashed into my mind. I was like, because internally, like I see myself, I think I've always seen myself as like, a rich white woman, like, <laughs> like internally, like I see myself with like long blonde hair, like with the moves, with the nice body and everything like nice. that. And I feel like she was my icon growing up because she could have all the guys. Nice. She, girls loved her. She was sexy. Like, let's be real about it. Like, uh, what was the song that she had? Um, oh my gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue where she's a baby. Play for you. Yes. They, oh my God. Like that was what solidified it. And I feel like for me, like her as a person, as an entity is just like iconic stardom and living your best life. And 100%. that's me. One, That's my energy. Like if I could be able to just like channel that every day, like my channel, my inner Britney, I'm working on that. Like, you know, calling that as my higher self, like calling in my higher self, Britney Jean Spears, like on a regular basis and like bringing that to the public. That's the reason why I feel like Britney Spears has like impacted my life forever. Oh, I love that. It's true. Mm-hmm. She really did have such universal appeal because she was just nobody other than herself. Yes. You know, and she was mm-hmm. always so sweet. And I think too, the gays live for her because the bitch could dance. Yes. Uh-huh. A little pop, pop. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, go off. And a hair spin. Listen, if I had long hair, Get it. it'd be a wrap. Forget <laughs> it. I know. Sometimes I just want to put one on so I could do the slave for you choreography with that mm-hmm. perfect, like, choo, choo, <laughs> 
This is why I invest in do rags so I can wrap my hair up and you know uh, it's got the little thing in the back uh, so I can sh back and forth. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I need to because I need that experience of when she does the broken neck and then mm -hmm. the hair goes down. It's like mm -hmm. that is so good. Otherworldly. Listen. Yeah. Oh, can I just tell you? Wait, real quick. I love that we're just like shooting the shit. Listen, let me just tell you something, okay? The choreographer Brian Friedman, who's done mm -hmm. all her like iconic work, he's a Libra Moon, just like you. Oh, really? That bitch knows, like, visual, stunning, mm -hmm. details, fluidity, honey. It's, okay? it's a vibe. It is. No, and she's always serving the vibes. And mm -hmm. like, I'm like, that's got to be his fucking Libra moon. Anyway, go ahead. This is your show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, because I was about to say, we can talk about Britney all damn day. All day long. Episode oh, two. <laughs> Listen, but let's go ahead and move into the star summary. So how are you going yeah. to get your gold star this week? So as you guys already know, we have transited into Libra season. We've been rocking in Libra season since the end of September. Um, and as we are going through the rest of this Libra season into Scorpio season, you know, your famous, your favorite bitch is excited. So let's go ahead and give you a couple of things off top to be in preparation for. And then Colin and I are going to jump into some of these different transits and talk about what we've been seeing in our own personal lives and how some of these transits as they are, you know, happening throughout the rest of October into November, how we can see those affecting us in our human, you know, in our human lives and just our day-to-day -day lives. So a couple of things we have coming up. Um, we will be having the uh, Mercury retrograde is going to be happening in Scorpio on October 14th. This is going to be the last retrograde of the year, ladies. We're already in the shadow period. So I hope that you have been making sure you're backing up your text, girl, making sure you checking things twice, Hanny, because at the end of the day, you know that communication is going to be shitty. Like shitty. shitty, like shitty, like it's not even shitty with a Y, it's shitty with an E-I-G-H. Like that's how <laughs> shitty it is, okay? And it's in Scorpio, so girl, that means that you have to be very, very thoughtful, very, very like, uh, uh, you have to make sure that you're paying attention and really going deep, feeling inside of what is being said. Like, is everything really being said, girl? And really making sure that you're paying attention to all of those different conversations that are happening um, and how you feel about these different conversations that are going on. We're going to get back to each of these because I just want to give you all like the rundown real quick and then we're going to hit it on each because you know what, girl? I got time today. So. Me too, honey. We Okay. <laughs> so we have the new moon that's going to be happening in Libra at 23 degrees on October 16th. This is all about, you know, harmony, balance. As I spoke about in the last episode, talked about how with uh, all this Libra energy, we are working on how we are harmonizing ourselves, how we are balancing ourselves and really thinking about starting new relationships in love, starting new relationships with how we love ourselves, right? So this is an opportunity for us to bring that love deeper into our space. Also, we're going to get into that in a little bit because, I mean, listen, because I'll ramble on and on. We're going to have the sun that's entering Scorpio on October 22nd. Um, and then we will have the uh, blue moon, which is the second full moon in Taurus on October 31st. Yeah. So make sure that you are paying attention to this second full moon that's going to be happening at the end of this month. But I want to go ahead and knock these piece by piece. Let's get back to Miss Mercury retrograde. Yes, on October 13th. Yes. Oh, so on October 13th. See, glad, I'm glad you clocked me because I was like, the place I went, it told me the 14th. And I'm like, oh, I don't it did? Oh, it. Yeah, you know what? It, it wasn't incorrect. And I, I didn't even realize you said that because you know what? It's 9.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time mm. on the 13th. So what? It, it, on the on the west coast it technically would be the 14th mm -hmm. right? or it would be like if it's oh wait i know i said that backwards oh shit. right 
It's going right. to be on the 13th. Right. Yep. It's, hap- it's happening this month, girl. Just get ready for that. Just get ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be 9.04 p.m. Tuesday, October 13th. Mercury goes retrograde in Scorpio. Yes. Perfect. And then I know that it's supposed to be retrograde in Scorpio until the 28th of October. And then it transits into Libra, correct? Yes, because yes, it's in the later degrees of Libra. Honey, you're killing it. Oh, you know, I'll be, try- be trying to do my research and look up things and pay attention and stuff like that so I can share with the girls. But yes. no, as far as retrograde is concerned, like, because I know that last year we had Mercury retrograde in Scorpio as well, didn't we? That's when we met, yeah. We yes. Met Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. Look at that. <laughs> so we may have some of these similar themes that we experienced last year, but from an ascended perspective, potentially coming into the space. What do you think about that? You know, I I didn't think about that actually, and I really should have because you're absolutely right. I think we are kind of, it does feel like a return to the beginning in a way, mm-hmm. doesn't it? There's something about this Scorpio season or the Mercury retrograde Scorpio where it feels like a return to an origin. And especially around, I want to say, G, when you said, are those conversations really happening? Mm-hmm. What part of you felt the need to say that? Can you go back to that? Because you straight up channeled and I wanted to be like, okay, that was the gospel. Okay, mm-hmm. where did you channel that bitch? Listen, the GG ministry is real. No. <laughs> but, I, that's why I was like, re- repeat the scripture one more time. Go yo, ahead. it comes from like, let's be honest. Me as a Scorpio, my Scorpio son is screaming to be truly heard. And sometimes the conversation, like on the surface level, like we all know how to play the game with other people. We all know how to skate across the surface in order to make sure that we're getting to the other side so that way we can get through whatever we have to get through. But as a Scorpio, I know that sometimes it's just for the niceties. It's just to place, you know, play it cute with everybody else. But like in this awareness, in this time, as you mentioned, like coming back to these origins, it's like, girl, that's not who you are. Like, you know that you enjoy getting deep. You know that you enjoy being real about it. You know you don't have to like placate some other bitch. Like you can just be real about your shit and like get to the root of it. And everybody may find fear around it. And the yeah. thing about it is that but only happens in conversation. That? That's not your problem. Not my issue. Listen, it's like, I'm going to clock you. I'm going to let you know what I heard, but that's not what you was really trying to say. So can you run that back one more time? Because I need to hear that again, like from your heart, from your soul, from the depths of who you are. And I feel like that's what this retrograde is bringing into our space. And I mean, like for me, like I'm like, okay, your birthday is happening during that time. So you're really about to shake the table. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, there's nothing I don't love about everything that you just said. (laughs) And you said it in a beautiful scorpionic way, translating it to the Capricorn moon in me. What Mm -hmm. I think it speaks to is the fact that we tell ourselves and others stories that are self-protective in nature. Mm. And those stories are not often fact-checked for accuracy. Mm-hmm. So that's why you said, run that back to me one more fucking time. Mm-hmm. And make sure you use your words carefully. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to read between the lines, and I'm going to need you to punctuate, bitch. 100%. 100, exactly. And so we want to remember that when we are in moments where a particular person, situation, circumstance, or event reminds us of a heartbreak, a failure, a pain, or a shame-induced response, we will tell ourselves stories that are working with limited data and the rest of the narrative is projected by fear, conspiracy, and assumption. Mm-hmm. So when you said, did those conversations really happening? Let's just introduce a healthy skepticism to the stories that are self-protective because what Scorpionic Energy stands for is if there's a space where we're too vigilant, we will be self-annihilating. Mm-hmm. 
That's a word. It makes me think of, yeah, it makes me think of this book that I'm reading. I'm reading uh, this book called Love and Rage. I don't know if you ever heard of it before. Uh, It's by Lama Rod Rod Owens, I believe it is. I'll have to look at the name once again. Um, It was a gift that our good friend, our good Judy, Erica Davis, gave to me as a gift. So shout out to Erica Davis, wherever you are out there. I love you. We love you. Erica. Like, no, I worship at the altar. Of literally, literally, like for like real. the side of the cross. Okay. <laughs> Came through, snatched me up. And it talked about like how, especially like as a black queer man, because the um, author is a black queer man, aggression passive aggression and how that becomes like natural for us at times because of you know us being seen as angry black people angry black men and that narrative becoming something where it's like I have to taper my feelings I have to like you know speak in a different way even and I can't truly embrace what's going on internally because of the narrative I've had to tell myself in order to keep myself safe Mm -hmm. and it's just like no like I can acknowledge that this is something I've had to do in order to protect myself but does that mean that I have to lean into that reality every single time because of you know respectability politics or whatnot Ooh, ooh, yes 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 no that's no i couldn't agree more and what do you feel like you're learning and instilling is it still really early to read or do you feel like you're taking away some primary things you're applying already i'm taking so from what i've already kind of like internalized from what I'm reading and what I'm living, it feels like this time for me is completely embodying like the higher self, you know, and really knowing that what my dreams have always been like that Britney Jean Spears vibration that I've been wanting ever since I was a kid. Like she's here, he's in the room. And it's all about like knowing that, you know, if there's a little snap, a little crackle, a little pop, that's okay, because that's just where I am. But there's nothing wrong with admitting that. There's nothing wrong with being that person. There's nothing wrong with being imperfect, you know? And it's like allowing that to just live every single day in my communications has been something I've been like taking on and just like a lot of like the, a lot of throat chakra activation, like the girls like to say, the spiritual girls, like my throat chakra has been like on fire and I just feel myself like speaking to the masses. And I'm just like, listen, you're going to take what you're going to get, but you're going to love it. Yep. 100% because it ain't for me who's it's it's okay it's for you and it's just like (laughs) you (laughs) and it's just giving like this is what it is this is who you are and this is who you've been working your whole life to like feel comfortable sharing and there's no there's no shame in that and there's no need to like doll and dress it up for anybody else and I feel like that's what this retrograde season is like bringing it's like no like really see all of the the vibrations of you and like really appreciate those and I was thinking too about how this retrograde helps us move from a space of trauma treatment to Mm. trauma recovery Mm -hmm. because what you were saying about how what the book is helping you instill and unlearn are possibly the habits and the defense mechanisms and what mm-hmm. culture indoctrinates you to, to occupy as a queer black man, right? Trauma treatment, trauma recovery would be, how do you reclaim your humanity so that you're not just this stereotypical angry archetype and accept the whole fullness of who you are and accept the humanity of that story and your history from a place that's not of defense and vigilance and armor, but from a place of open-heartedness, connection and safety. Mm-hmm. And we all have different stories on that. And like, I'm staring at Jesus right now for real. I got it <laughs> right in front of you. Yeah, I'll, look, here he comes. Come on, King Jesus. Right? I love this. Yes. Oh, I yes. love him. Okay. 
so what he's what what we know from the from the Christian story is that mm -hmm. on the level of crucifixion, we all have different crucifixion stories. Right. But our resurrection story is all the same. Return to love, baby. Mm-hmm. How are you noticing that kind of like move? Because I mean, you have a lot of things that are shifting in your life right now too. This idea of like the return to love and the return to like that sense of who you know that you truly are and like what's going on in your life. Like, how do you see that? Like, I guess, what's the word? Blossoming in this okay. very moment, of, in this season of your life. I love a blossoming verb. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, blooming and blossoming. You already hey, you know. know. <laughs> I love it. I'm like literally imagining this orchid. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you know because of when we were when we met, I was in my Santa return and I was like, gotta work in office day, put do, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And now I'm at a place, Gary, where I'm like, let me give myself some breathing room. Let me reclaim pleasure and joy and creativity and wanting and desire and not just feel this overwhelming urgency to perform and produce and to co uh, comply and contribute. And I've really just loved it. I've taken off from one-on-one -on -one readings and I've mm -hmm. just reinstilling a greater sense of embodiment and connection and receptivity to creativity and sleeping late and just like living honey living because you know right now this is really like our community's olympics i mean yeah no this is what we've been preparing for mm -hmm. dress rehearsal is over bitch okay. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i've i feel like i've been in the olympic games for the last seven months so i'm like listen i need a minute I'm yeah breathing and it feels really good to be there. Give myself that own permission, you know? Yes, for sure. And I also feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, naturally around this time of the year is when you start to feel like that energy of like, I should like really slow down. I okay. should really kind of like direct my energy towards specific, like this thing right here is like where I'm focused. And then when I'm ready to move here, I'm gonna move here. It's like being very intentional with your time and figuring out how to find that true harmony yes. in all the actions you have going on. Without it, there's nothing to correct there because you nailed it. And also speaking of it from a natal chart perspective, yes. So my third and fourth house is is owned and occupied by Libra and Scorpio. And so mm. since have those transits right now, the third house is like, listen, read a fucking book, mm -hmm. get your research done. And then fourth house is, and do it with a gentle solitude between you and others because you actually should stay home right now. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. And like, I, that's the beauty of astrology, Gary, is it points to what season in your inner year are you at? So you can focus at the right thing at the right time. Because there is a time and place for all things. And then when we get into the creativity and the fifth house and all that shit, which ain't going to happen until the end of December, I'll be ready because I gave myself the fucking break. Yes. You knew this, what you needed to do. Listen, so you studied yourself enough and had enough self-awareness, you oh, know, uh that sense of consciousness in order to be like, okay, like this is how I'm going to make my moves. And when I wanna take a step back, I can take a step back because you know what? That's my God given right. Right, hello. Okay. <laughs> and let's tell it to everybody because if we're not resting and reclaiming pleasure mm -hmm. and reclaiming joy, that's why I've been loving the work of Adrian Marie Brown um, and, and everything she said about pleasure activism, the politics of feeling good. And that's been really helpful too, to just like say, Look, this, this movement, this work, it is a lifelong, just, it's a lifelong assignment. Mm -hmm. it's time because you don't want to exhaust yourself. So yes. 100%. Listen, 100%. and as we are going through the rest of the month of October, I can see us like taking a lot of those lessons. Like I can, I just feel like this sense of we're going to see a lot of, 
our own personal like activation, like our own personal growth, like coming into the space and us being able to recognize what we have been preparing for. And all of this is like happening this month. It's like, it's going to be very like a start clear. Like, I don't know if something's going to drop out of the sky. I don't know if a stork is going to fly across like, you know, the sky or some shit like that. and be like, ha ha, this is the sign I've been looking for this whole time. Like, I just feel like this month is really like getting us back to us. Yes. But like in our new form, you know? Yes. Oh, which is the perfect transition to talk about the new moon in Libra. You literally read my fucking mind. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you connect that tie. Mm-hmm. And now back to the new moon in Libra. Okay. Listen, so new moon is coming up in Libra. In from it. your perspective. Yeah. New moons, right? Because yeah. some people like to say like new moons, oh my gosh, it's like new things. Like I want to draw this in, like blah, blah, blah. Full moons. Like what do you see this new moon kind of like bringing into your life? Or what does it bring into people's lives? We'll start there. What yeah. do you feel like new moons bring into people's lives? And then with this one in Libra, how are you like looking forward to it? Ooh, great. Well, I think it just gives us the capacity to reframe the way that we relate to whatever the sign rules, right? Mm-hmm. So, and especially from an emotional genesis. So the new moon in Libra, gives us an opportunity to reframe the way that we relate to relating. Because mm. we could all use that right now. Yeah. You know? And then just really reality check the stories and the beliefs and the biases that we have around relating and ask yourself, is this getting you the result that you want? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. honey, results of the ultimate guru, how's it working out for you so far? Okay. And That's a word. <laughs> That's how's, a word right there. How's it working out for you? Okay. And then related to the new moon in Libra, you know, we got a lot of qualities in our crowd where we like write down the list of all the things that we want from a potential partner. And I think that's amazing, especially for people who have not had the autonomy and the space to really claim what it is that they want because of a lot of different relationships around sex, sexuality, and gender spaces and times. I totally am here for that. Mm-hmm. You want to remember that because the universe operates from a service-oriented, generous space. If we're not writing down the list of everything that we would like to give to a partner when we get here, then we're not working with all the energy. Mm. And Libra's both end, right? It's my yes. gift and receiving are in perfect harmony. So absolutely, write down, I want him to look like this, smell like that, mm-hmm. you know, choke me like that, whatever. Mm-hmm, whatever. <laughs> what? It is getting close to Scorpio season, so you know that's, that's, that, is in the, that is in the cards, okay? <laughs> I know, so just own it. Just okay. Own it, okay, but then write down, what are you willing to give? Because mm-hmm. then what? Like, so they get here and it's all about you? Yeah. So no, that would be what I would say is like, just really mutualize giving and receiving of love and make it as balanced and reaffirmed in that way as possible. And also I've really had my whole consciousness exploded around uh, relational dialectics and how we relate to others from a space of contradiction and opposition Mm -hmm. and what it means to be understanding the choreography of connection in so far as in most partnerships, there's a maximizer and minimizer an over-functioner and under-functioner, right? A pursuer and avoider. You know, what does that look like? And so how do we exist in contradiction and opposition and bring the new moon and Libra to say, look, one or the other is not more inherently valid. They're both necessary. Mm -hmm. How do we hold and reaffirm that contradiction and opposition and polarity from a place of truth, resilience, and uh, management as possible? 
I love that you talk about being able to, it's basically like noticing both ends of the spectrum. Yes. And I also think that this comes up in this sense of like knowing that we as human beings, like we have one side that we may like end up on like regularly, but there may be one circumstance, one opportunity, one chance where we end up on the other side and where our shoes are in, you know, or our feet are in the shoes of like the other person's situation. Yes. That, that may or may not happen, but it's just like having the awareness that that side that perspective is important and you can end up there and there's something to learn from that perspective as well even if it's not the perspective that you know you resonate with the most it's just like you have the awareness and the opportunity to balance and potentially like live in those different realities live in those different like concepts and perspectives but you also know that that's not what you have to choose you know and it's a choice Oh, yes, the choice. So tell me about that as a new moon in Libra consideration. So for me, it's this new moon in Libra, as we are kind of like moving throughout the rest of this month, it's like choosing what fits and knowing that the choice can differ every day, every minute, every hour. But it's all about you being conscious enough to know that it is a decision that you want to make. So like with the new moon in Libra, it uh, talks about like, uh, you know, I always find a little uh, research. The meeting of two personalities is like the contact of two chemical substances. 100%. If there is any reaction, both are transformed. That's Carl Jung, okay? <laughs> come on, Jung, come through. Come through, Jung, come through. But no, this to me is all about like, how are you allowing transformation to come in you. to you? Like, you. how are you allowing yourself to be seen the way that you want to be seen and like be felt the way that you want to be felt and know that it will be accepted. Know that it will be received well. And even if it's not received well, who gives a fuck? Because you told yourself it was being received well. And that's all that matters. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love, it. I love it. I love it. Go ahead, baby. Yeah. So it's just like in that sense of like where I'm coming uh, in my mind, like over the next couple of weeks, like it's important to me to just like not find sh like fear around certain aspects of like what's going on in my life, you know, or uh, some of the journey that I've been on. A lot of the work that I've done, you know, has been around like offering advice and like offering just like my lived experiences to other folks. But then it's just like, well, how much deeper can I get with that? Like, have I been skating the surface with some of the things that I've been sharing? And it's like, yes, but no. Like, how can I push myself? How can I truly believe in the work that I'm doing and know that it's going to be received by the right person? Everybody is not made to come along for the journey and that's okay. But you also know that your journey is a little bit of a roller coaster as well, but you've stuck through it this whole damn time. So other people will do the same thing. So it's like a reminder to the self and a reminder to the emotions and a reminder to the sense of like balance. Everything is going to balance itself out. Some things are going to work out. Some things aren't. Some people are going to feel you. Some people aren't. But at the end of the day, what matters is that you are resonating with you 100% and being able to answer why or why not in those moments. Period. Full stop. End of discussion. Okay. <laughs> okay, Pooh. <laughs> you know, this is why I call Scorpio the last word. Mm. What you going to say to that? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Mic drop. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, I want to like, hold your microphone, right? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real. No, but it's just like, I'm looking for, I love new moons. To me, new moons are always like times of the month where I feel like my energetic, I feel like my, I have like a, like a cycle, 
You know what I'm saying? Like women have, you know, their menstrual cycle. I'm like, I have my emotional cycle. And I feel like around like the new moons of the month, that's when I feel the most connected to me. Like I feel, you know, happy. I feel grounded. I feel joyful. I feel like I can understand things and process stuff in a different way than I never have before. And it's just like also being able to talk to it, you know, talk about it with people. So I'm looking forward to this being in Libra, especially because, you know, like that's my moon sign. I feel like it's going to help my emotional self be seen and be felt like in a different way. So I'm excited. Yes. Well, three things to that. Three. You were born close to a new moon. Mm -hmm. So I just want to acknowledge that, right? Because your moon is in the sign before Libra. So Mm -hmm. about a day and a half or two days later, the moon entered Scorpio and it was the new moon phase. Mm. So I don't know the exact lunar phase of the one before the new moon, but that's the one you're born under. So that's interesting to think about, about, you know, the the three to four days beforehand, Ah. where do you go, right? Mm. And then also when you talked about choice, I was thinking of the line that Esther Perel says, a lot of couples therapists about when you choose a partner, you choose a story. So write well and edit often. Mm. And really think about like these relational choices that you're choosing. Is this the story you want to be in? Or did you audition for a role that you didn't even know you were auditioning for? Like, oh, actually, I'm looking for a surrogate mommy, even though I'm going to call you my boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, hello. Hello. Do you know how many boys I fucking breastfed in my early 20s? I'm not mm-hmm. doing that shit no more. Let me fucking tell you something. Absolutely. The minute I feel like I got to breastfeed a boy, I'm like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a done China bun. because we. Hello. <laughs> done China bun. <laughs> no, I That's get that. with you. I'm done China bun with you. Okay? Yo, no, for real, for real. And it's just like, we know that that didn't work. No. You know, that's not what we want to go back to. In my mind, it's all about like, uh, the vulnerability piece and like sharing like you know i think i have struggled with like the actual closeness like the attraction to like men and like actually being comfortable in the attraction and like just stating it and like being fully present in it and like also knowing that it's something that i can seek out and that's okay like there's nothing wrong with that and somebody's also seeking me out and there's that there's that understanding and it's just like no like you don't have to put everything into somebody in order for them to like put like 50 percent back like this is a this is a scale like we got to be bringing something to the scale to make sure everything is balanced honey and if it's not then that means that something is wrong and we either a need to talk about it or b just be honest as fuck about it and move on from it hello listen i know done china but what do you call it a done china bun bun. i love it and then the third thing is what made me think of what you were saying is about how we have to accept influence from the Mm -hmm. other from the other polarity and that's been put forward in turn by the Gottman institute speaking of research about how we can just show to our partners and ourselves that we really are receptive to accept influence from amen yes amen amen amen. yes yes. listen vibes go ahead I'm going to put it, we're going to put a pin in it right here. We're going to finish with the second half because I want to make sure that the girlies get a break, you know, because I know that we've been dropping uh, gems and dropping bombs on them. So I want to make sure that the girls go get their water, you know, they eat a little food and something like that. And I also say thank you to our sponsors. Thank you so much to Flawless Noises Media Network, who hosts a lot, a majority, a wonderful amount of different podcasts. You have Mama Me's World, you have Crown and College, you have so many wonderful things you can listen to. Make sure that you check out Flawless Noises Media Network. You can Google it, you can find the website, flawlessnoises.com. Also, want to shout out Anchor. Thank you so much for all of your opportunities that you have provided. Also, y'all, there's t-shirts coming out. I dropped a, girl, I got t-shirts quotes on i know listen wait wait, wait. i want to be one of the first customers yes please so 
we have new t-shirts that I'm working on as far as like getting quotes and stuff like that on them. So, you know, the uh, more bad bitchery you practice, the easier bad bitchery becomes like that's on the shirt. And I'm just like, wow, like it's time. So make sure that you guys go purchase the shirt off the website. We will be right back with the second half of the star summary. Be right back. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Mystic Moments. If you haven't, head on over to our Bonfire store, Flawless Noises Media Network, and grab some of your favorite Mystic Moments merchandise. And if you're not subscribed to our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash flawless noises and subscribe for as little as $5 to get the companion show to Mystic Moments, the woo-woo wrap-up hosted by yours truly, Gangsta Gurry. We thank you for your continued support. And now back to the show. All right, ladies, welcome back to Mystic Moments. I hope that you got your little, you know, snack break, took your little Belvita, you know what I'm saying? If you had to hit the blunt, you had to hit the blunt, whatever it is. But we back talking about what's happening throughout the rest of October, all the way into the very beginning of November. So this episode spans from October the 12th, all the way to November the 2nd. Before mm-hmm. I forget, make sure that you go fucking vote. Hello. Our lives depend on it. So let me go ahead and make that plug right there before we go ahead and transition on. Yes. However, a couple things to look at as we are going through the last half of the month, we are going to have the blue moon slash the full moon in Taurus at eight degrees on October 31st. Um, So this is a time for you to make sure that you are grounded um, in the practical and material realities of life and work and money may be your priorities. You may be working on releasing some of these things, or you may be working on like reformatting, refurbishing the relationship that you have around money that you have around work. Like, are you working too hard? Are you doing the most like and doing the most with good purpose or are you just doing the most to really do the fucking most and like really question yourself on that as you are uh, pulling up to this new moon uh, cycle that excuse me this full moon cycle that we're having at the end of the month y'all also know that I'm a reader. So I have Inside Degrees by Elias Lonsdale. So I want to go ahead and tell you guys what Taurus at eight degrees is going to be It says a very complicated hedge maze. So this is already sounding like, okay, like I'm trying to figure out which direction I'm going. It's got, you know, twists and turns here. I know that I can make it out of here, but it's taking me grounding myself and really just like listening to my intuition as far as the direction I'm supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Self-confounding, fascinated you are engrossed by the fabulous disattunement you seem to be stuck with. Mm -hmm. Suspended, Mm -hmm. enchanted, held fast by ancient errors rendered safe or innocuous, being held down by an old curse and not being able to find any way out of it. Nothing comes together. Meanwhile, you are entertained by myriad factors as diversions, living out secondary circuits, trying to be content. So before I even continue on, to me, this is reading as you know that you've probably been operating in two very different worlds. You've been probably doing some things that you know that are not of you maybe some things that felt like they were above you but this is time for you to find alignment in all of your decisions all of your actions and know that that grounding is what is going to help you to get to the next stage of your life keeping in mind that this month of october is all about our new beginnings all about our new experiences all about our new opportunities but knowing that you have to be in tune with yourself to know which direction that you're going You have to be in tune with what is going on internally around you, being aware in order to determine 
how you're going to feel about the next direction you're headed. So this is all about you living out whatever it is that you desire, like those secondary circuits. Like, yes, you have other desires. You have other dreams. Like, put into that shit. It's your time. It's your season to really get to you. As we continue on, it says, you're good at reality adjustment. Practice in the art of making it work somehow. But deeply frustrated, profoundly alienated, and existentially doubting just about everything in sight, waiting as patiently as you can for something to shift somewhere, anywhere, and becoming quite witty and bemused with a biting edge that says, it's not funny. So this is all about like, don't get stank, don't be stank, first and foremost, <laughs> get your attitude together and don't second guess everything. Like, yes, you're gonna have, you know, some questions that come up. You're gonna be questioning like, is this where I need to be? How I need to feel? Like what I need to be putting my energy into? But like, how well do you know yourself? How well do you know how to ground yourself? How well do you know what your natural rhythm is? And how can you allow that to come into the space? as we go throughout this full moon in, in uh in taurus almost as scorpio child now go <laughs> ahead because i saw i saw you over there you getting ready to say something oh no i was just i was recording you recording you. yeah i i noticed that i was like listen because i'm going off over here and i didn't know i was gonna be going off this afternoon but you know what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do okay I know. and i wanted on our camera because it was so good because i was loving the hands you were serving yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> take it up your space okay mm -hmm. oh man i'm just sitting with that because it really whenever there's a taurus transit i'm thinking about values mm -hmm. and really situating the values for alignment because i think what i love about the earth signs is they're constantly reminding us that life is very complicated but truth is simple and if you clarify your values and live into your values practice them then your life works mm-hmm or you could be untethered, unanchored, and overextended and underdelivering. Mm. Whereas, if you're real clear that your values are this and that, no more than two, because if you have more than two, you don't have priorities. You know, Taurus energy is fixed energy. It's decisive. It's like, oh no, I chose. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and there were two things I, and th that's all I'm focused on. I'm not doing too much more because if I do too much more, I'm going to be stressed and then it's not going to get done well. And then I'm going to be, that's going to trickle down. The trickle down effect is very real. Very real. And then we're not, that's where we're not operating in the right world of alignment. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, this came up for me really only over the last three weeks. Your values are not your strengths. Mm. Yeah. Can you repeat that for the people in the back, please? Yes. And then I want to know your feedback on that. Mm -hmm. Your values are not your strengths. Those are different. And God bless. We love mm -hmm. our strengths. They're not your values, though. Yes. Because that makes you, like, in my mind, as you say that, it makes me think about, like, well, what I choose, like, how I carry myself, like, these are the things that make me me. And it's just, like, and these are the things that I should be putting my energy, my focus into, like, all the time because, like, this is what I value. This is what I appreciate. This is who I am. And it's just, like, no, like, there are different capacities, different components of, like, who we are as human beings. Yes. And, like, we all have different talents, different gifts to offer to each other. Yes. And sometimes that is connected to your values, but that's not like the decisions that you make and the actions that you take like in your everyday life are connected to like what it is that you appreciate. You know what I mean? Yes. What it is that you feel connected yeah. to? Yes. But that doesn't mean that, you know, in my mind, it's like if it doesn't connect to the value 
it doesn't mean anything you're any less you know like it doesn't mean that you can treat yourself any worse just because it's not aligning the way that you feel like it's supposed to but no 100 percent. because what i when i tell people about the importance of clarifying values especially under a taurus energy uh, taurus, mm-hmm. taurus stands for security not comfort and what is a life of security other than i walk my fucking talk mm-hmm. i am who i claim to be my results prove it and bitch i dare you to mm-hmm. say i dare you that's big unfuck withable taurus energy and i it when is they, when they walk into the room with that i'm just like i love it i want it okay okay, okay? <laughs> and like that's what i think about when it comes to values and when you think about our the decisions we've made that we're not necessarily proud of, I tell people, go back in time and really think about what words do you wish you had access to in that moment mm-hmm. that would have inspired more righteous behavior. Those are your values, not your strengths. Mm. That's what I have to say about that. That just taught me so much. Because it's just like, in my mind, I take this as... You know, sometimes when we're in the moment, we're having conversations, whether they're challenging, whether they are uplifting. It's like there's always something else that we want to say, like, after I could have said this better or I was thinking about this and I didn't know how it came out or, you know, it got jumbled up or what have you. And it's like, no, like those words, like those feelings, like are important for you because that's what resonated with you from that conversation, from that interaction. And for that to kind of like be a reality for you, it gives you direction and it gives you understanding. Yes. It gives you a capacity to be like, okay, like this is how I truly feel about this. This is what like brings me joy. This is what, you know, tears me down. This is what makes me sad. This is what makes me feel great. And it's just like, it gives more context and color to the overall quality of your life. Period. (laughs) <laughs> one more fucking time I okay <laughs> values under the full moon in taurus and go how am i doing living into this mm-hmm. do i walk my talk does my life prove it do i have security from this and you want to remember your values don't make you comfortable but they make you secure it is really uncomfortable to live into values but do it anyway Amen. Listen, because the quicker that you're able to kind of like live in that truth and live in that understanding, the more connected you are to yourself. And some of the things that phase other people will not phase you. No, because you're clarified. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that's exactly it. Like you clarified and you already know like what it is that you stand for. And nobody's going to come with some bull. Nobody's going to try to like make you uh, operate in a way that's not true to you because you've already stood your ground. Very heavy seven of wands energy in the tarot Uh is what what comes in mind. Mm -hmm. It's like stand your ground. Stand Stand your ground. Be yourself. Say what you need to say. Yes, Taurus. We love okay. it. So, we, and I love that it's on, on, the, on Halloween night. Let's get into a lot of mischief and, okay. and tricks and treats. Okay. Hallelujah night. I was about to say, because I'm a hallelujah night kid. Okay. <laughs> I was in the church house. So. <laughs> hallelujah night is what they yes. call it. Yes. You know the days we used to be at church or what have you on Halloween and stuff. Yeah. And so it was just like, I was definitely one of those kids growing up because my mom and my mom and dad was like, we're not doing that trick or treat and shit. That's the devil. And I'm like, girl, okay, whatever. But I treat uh, like Halloween as like a time to really just like honor the dead. You know, yeah. we know that uh, Dia de los Muertos is on like the the first, the second. It's, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the first. Um, yes. So I think of it as like my preparation for like honoring my dead. So it's just like, in my mind, it's like uh, the full moon in Taurus is like, how 
have I gotten to a place where I know that, you know, God has grounded me. I know that the people who are a part of the legacy that is my life have grounded me. I know that some of the things that I have allowed to kind of like die off that don't necessarily serve me anymore. Like I'm aware of my grounding now because of those things that are not in my life anymore. So it's just like, how can I use the energy of this full moon on that night in order to shift into my new calm, cool, centered, collected reality? Boom. Nothing to add. One more time. Okay. I love it. And then we have the, um, we have also that's happening on the 28th of uh, October. Venus is going to enter Libra. Now, this is me because y'all know I be telling y'all I'm not, in this, I don't know all the astro shit, but you also know that I love to study. Venus yeah. and Libra to me is reading is very sensual energy. Is reading to me is a time where we are going to be able to really like, try things out that we may have never tried before maybe feel a little bit more sensual with self and like being able to communicate what those needs are to our partners to our relationships to our communities and ask like know that love know that that harmony know that that relationship can be appreciated can be truly heard and can be loved upon and y'all can find like the balance when it comes to those types of uh like uh conversations those types of interactions with one another 100 percent um, it also says, because uh, it says you're very obliging with others, ready to negotiate and to make compromises. You could also become more interested in art. And then a quote from um, Ludwig Erhard, a compromise is the art of dividing a cake in such a way that everyone believes he has the biggest piece. Oh, I love that. Okay. I love mm -hmm. it. In the Libra, like, did you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel that? <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Oh, so we're all going to be compromising then. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think, too, what we're going to want to remember is that Mercury will be retrograde at that time. So it could bring back some stuff from the past, relational stuff from the past. Mm. And if you're being confronted with a similar issue, just take radical responsibility for the part that you played and say, universe, how can I do it better next time? Because there is nothing worse than saying, I blew it again. Mm. You know? So just really allow whatever comes up for you to to just be uh to, to, to align with that solution absolutely and then try really hard to decrease especially because this is going to be a, you know a week and a half before election day take a lot of time to decrease polarization bridge those gaps of understanding and really try to show a lot of curiosity in even those people who disagree with you than certainty or contempt amen amen yes the rest of this month is feeling very like close to the heart, close to the chest energy, like really like feeling ourselves and like the evolution of self is so important and so connected to where we are in, as a global community at this very moment in time. I feel like we are starting to rise up and realize what it is that we may have been letting just like happen because we're so used to it mm. and making that an excuse. And it's just like now we are taking ownership of the things that do not sit well with us, that do not resonate with us anymore, that make us feel as if we have not been really just like, I, I feel like cocoon, like uh, becoming a butterfly. Yeah. And really just that sense of transformation and being able to see like the process that we have to go through in order to be able to spread our wings and fly. And I feel like this month is creating those spaces for us as a community to be able to realize where are we going next and how do we, you know, dig our heels in to get ready for this next part of the journey? 
Yes. Uh, I couldn't have said it any better. It was beautiful because Scorpio is all about transformation Mm -hmm. and bringing, you know, when you mentioned values as understanding, really bringing what the Course of Miracles defines as light, as understanding, bringing the light to places that need it, bringing understanding to the darkness. Mm -hmm. And just, yeah, looking at the way that we have conversations around politics and spirituality, it's very much the polarized, I'm right, you're wrong, shut up. Mm-hmm. How is that working for our culture so it's far? It's not. And so what's the different modality? Go ahead. No, because as you're saying that, it makes me think about how a lot of the time, like I have felt my voice feeling a bit shy because I don't have the vocabulary. I don't have like as much of the awareness. Like I'm like, girl, did you really pay attention in civics when you were growing up? <laughs> do you have the vocabulary to be able to talk about how you're feeling about everything that's going on? It's like, you do, but it may not be the same way that, you know, this person saying it may not be the same way that this person is approaching it, but you still have a voice that is important. Absolutely. You still have feelings that are made to be heard. You like a capacity to be able to share your opinions about all of this is the systemic racism that's been happening like all of let's not even get on the topic of you know that person that's in the office and like sickness and health and it's just like all these different like these different things that are happening and it's like wow okay what do I really believe in how am I sharing that truth with my people my communities and feeling comfortable about that and knowing that even I'm making a change internally first so I can make a change in the community around me as well and doing my best to bring that energy into the space. I love it. Done China bun? Done China bun. Okay. <laughs> You're dropping all the mics today. We got no mics left. No mics left. <laughs> Oh, listen, you are amazing. And I just want to like say that before I move on to the tarot tea, like you are amazing. You are seen, you are heard. You are so, so intelligent. And I am just so thankful for your presence and for your insight. Always, always. Me too. It's an honor to be your colleague and your soul fam friend. Yes. Yes. I love you too much. Too much. I'm going to squeeze you the next time I see you. Yes. Whenever we can. You know what I mean? We're going to have to make it happen very, very soon. It's going to be a loving hug. So I want to get into a very, because y'all know normally I'd be like, ooh, tarot tea. Like we're about to do a whole little spread of some shit. And I'm just like, something is saying, keep it very, very light. Because y'all have gotten so much information and we already, y'all know I'd be dropping tea. So let's go ahead and see what are the messages for the week of Okay, well, that was fast. What are the messages for the week of October 12th all the way up until November the 2nd? Got it. So I did a little bit of shuffling, kind of like as we were talking before. Um, and what I'm seeing is a huge journey around. We start off with the Ace of Swords in reverse. So Ace of Swords in reverse, because I know Colin is not very familiar with like the tarot. So this no, is I'm not a tarot girl. Right, so. not a tarot girl. So it's just like <laughs> we're walking this through together. So I'm going to drop the tea from, you know, my perspective. As we're going through the next couple of weeks, this is going to be an opportunity for us to really get into the mental space and like, how do we clear our mind? Okay, this is a time frame where it's just like, you know, those uh, plans, like those ideas, like those feelings of the self. Are you really, really listening to like what you know to be true about yourself? Like, or is this a projection from what somebody else has told you? And giving yourself an opportunity over the next couple of weeks to go back to the drawing board and figure out who speaks to your inner child. When you are with this person, do you feel safe? When you are in this environment, do you feel grounded? 
and asking yourself these questions as you are going throughout these next couple of weeks because the theme of balance, you're in balance, baby girl. We may have been feeling a lot of imbalance. We may have been feeling a lot of like, okay, like one day I'm feeling this way, this day I'm feeling this way, but like, isn't that okay? Why are you passing judgment on your up and down roller coaster ass life? Why are you putting yourself in a space to judge others that are going through that? Maybe this is an opportunity for you to go reflect inward Take some time for yourself and think about some of those old, outdated beliefs, those old, outdated uh, manners of, you know, interaction with others that doesn't make you feel comfortable in the same way. And thinking about when you're doing that work, is the other person, the other entities, the other environments that you're around, like, are they doing the same work as you? And if not, question that. Figure out why you feel that way. Figure out where that's coming from. Like, yes, you're growing up. Yes, you're becoming more aware. Like, kudos to you. Everybody else isn't doing the same shit as you. And that's not saying that you want a pedestal because you're not on no pedestal, bitch. Let me go ahead and cut you down real quick. You nope. just come from a very different vantage point. And this <laughs> is okay. So it's just like, are you in a space where you're passing judgment to others? Are you passing judgment on yourself? And how can you check yourself, check your energy as you go throughout the next couple of weeks? As we are moving into, as I like to say, you know, Scorpio season, Scorpio season feels like get back to the drawing board, okay? We have the Ace of Pentacles that's coming up. And when I see this card, I'm always thinking about skill set. I'm always thinking about like, what are the things that I put my time, my focus, my drive into, and knowing that, you know, we can juggle a bunch of different things. We can juggle a bunch of our different like desires, you know, our different dreams and stuff like that. But it's just like, what are the things that are coming up for you that are going to allow you to work with other people, okay. allow you to collaborate and know that other folks have something to add to the pot too. So it's like, you say, you see that you are really interested in, I don't know, girl, like maybe you love painting, right? And you want to work on a really nice painting with, you know, some of your friends, like y'all come and collaborate on some graffiti art. Like this is an area of work that you've never done before, but you've been interested in. And now you have somebody else to help you kind of like bring those dreams, bring those pieces of like art into fruition. It's just about you shifting your perspective a little bit and picking up some things, having the skills that you already have, like, establishing those and allowing other people to come help you come put into the come put into the space a little bit more and then also making sure that you stick to the plan okay what is the plan hold on it's like pause what's the plan if i asked you what the plan was would you know what the plan is right now do you know what direction you're headed with shit like have you really thought about like and written out the outlines like it's not telling you to have every single little piece of the puzzle together because like who has that but it's all about having the outline and it's all about knowing that this comes through communicating with others, you know that you don't figure everything out on your own. You know that you also pray, you also petition, you write your manifestations out. You know, you're getting your mind together in order to prepare yourself for the day, for your dreams, for your desires. The work that you're doing has to take the same like focus. Yes. You have to give that time to your plan and to your dreams, to your manifestations, to what it is that you are wanting to become your reality. And know that, you know, it takes charging. It takes like continuing to like move forward and know that there is a, it's a journey. It's a yeah. process, yes. but this isn't something you do by yourself. This is something that is done in community. And this is something that is done with like-minded people. Let me say that one more time, like-minded people. Now I'm sure you're like, well, Gangsta Gary, Gigi, Gary DeAndre, why the fuck would you say like-minded people? Well, bitch, let me tell you why. 
The reason being is like, you may have outgrown some of the people that you have spent your time with up until this point. Maybe that best friend, maybe that, you know, that confidant that you've had, maybe they're going in a different direction. Does that mean you have to cut them off? Absolutely not. This is all about you being aware of where your perspectives, where your mindsets are coming from and really getting to see whether or not you guys can come together and collaborate and still see each other on the same plane or are you guys seeing each other in different lights? Are you guys operating from different you know, modes of operation? Like this is really important for you to question. And then going back to the very beginning of it, like, okay, like, am I thinking less than, you know, with this person? Am I thinking they're not worthy? Am I thinking I'm not worthy to be around them? Where is that coming from? And how do you eradicate that throughout the next couple of weeks? So just for context, we've got the Ace of Swords in reverse with the Six of Cups. So this is all, you know, making sure that you're sticking to that plan, getting the plan together, getting your mindset together as we transition to Two of Pentacles in reverse. This is a lack of balance, getting that balance back together. So making sure that with that Taurus energy, I feel like this is going to be very, very helpful. Like, okay, like I have to get myself back on track you know and then the judgment card comes up and the judgment card is all about like hey passing judgment you're at the end of this journey you're almost at this sense of completion but can you stand the test of time with the people around you are you going to you know shy away are you going to curl up into the fetal position when you're tested when you're given the opportunity to do what it is that you needed that you really been praying for that you wanted or are you going to stand up tall and share yourself and get ready and as we go through you know scorpio season eight of pentacles Three of Pentacles, Knight of Swords. So this is reading as get to work, bitch. Get to work and share that work with the people around you. Does this sound like it's resonating for you? Like, Yes. <clears throat> we won't be able to see it, but I've just been sitting back in my chair like, yes, I need balance. Oh, my God, I know I need a plan, but I need to control everything. Mm -hmm. I need to support myself with like-minded folks and just mm -hmm. in community. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. I'm so proud of you. You're an amazing. Yes. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And for advice, this is telling you to <clears throat> release the past. The lower world card comes up. And whenever I see the lower world, that's kind of like the lower world is where we are right now. I think of it as kind of like, you know, people think of it as hell. In my mind, the lower world is like earth. Okay. And we have varying like uh, aspects of things that are happening in the present moment. We see these things going on around us, but we're still seeing certain aspects of our world from a past lens. That's true. That's we're so still seeing, we're still in, uh, incorporating and like interacting with certain people from our perceptions of them five years ago. Is that fair? No. Is that fair to you? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like giving yourself an opportunity to release what does not serve you from your past. A little bit of additional clarity with the lower world card. <clears throat> it says you've been avoiding the dark aspects of your psyche. Mm -hmm. Embrace your shadow in order to know thyself fully. Face the fears that stem from past lives by connecting with the earth and the lower world. Darkness sheds light on that which is hidden. Let me say that one more time. Darkness sheds light uh -huh. on that which is hidden. Write that down somewhere because I know that y'all probably need to write that down. Darkness sheds light on that which is hidden. So this is all about you reminding yourself like the darkness helps you see where the holes in your story are, where the holes in your narrative is. And this is giving you an opportunity to fill those narratives, fill those holes, fill those spaces with the light 
that you want to, you know, bring out. Like, it doesn't have to be a bright white light, girl. It could be nice and green. It could be, like, you know, the the fluorescent lights and shit, bitch. Like, it's really what you want it to be, but you get to choose what light fills that space moving forward. But you wouldn't recognize it unless you actually called to the darkness and allow it to be, you know, real. Like, don't be scared of it. We all have, we all have dark past. We all have shit we've been through. And I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah. We forget that everybody else is human. Everybody else got their own things going on. We all have different situations that are happening, but it's all about you finding your tribe, finding your community, and allowing those interactions, those conversations to help you to refocus and refurbish the mind and really get into, you know, this space, really get into the mentality of where it is that you know that you're headed. You're already there. Let me say that again. You're already there. Now it's time for you to catch up with that in this moment, like, and in your thought process. Okay? And that's that. And that is that. I cannot get over to how your reading summarized all of our points. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's why I love doing this. I, it's literally like, it's literally like the cards, when I'm pulling cards, it's like, whatever I talked about during the star summary, it just kind of like ties it all into information. Oh, I loved it, honey. Mm-hmm. You- I love watching you just like be the vessel because I'm like, oh, he's in it. He's on it. He's in it. I love it. I love it. You're like sweating. You're like, oh my God. I know. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, because I literally, like, when it starts happening, when I, that's funny you mentioned that. When I like read, I start getting like hot. So it's like, that's how I know that the the energy is moving through me. And I'm just like, okay, we here. We doing it. Here. Yes. No, it's beautiful to bear witness Mm -hmm. to. I love it. I wish folks could see it. Maybe they will, but no. Maybe they will one of these days. You never know. You, they don't know what we recorded earlier, but you're giving me that look, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blow you cover. Okay, okay. For Scorpio, I understand. It's coming. But listen, it's coming. I can't wait. It's coming. Thank you so much for this time today. Where can people find you on social media, Colin? Uh, wherever you are. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever Gary is, that's where I'm going to be. Uh, no, they can find me at Queer Cosmos, Q-U-E-E-R-C-O-S-M-O-S. Uh, and that's my website as well, queercosmos.com. Mm-hmm. I'm doing meetings on an app called Intro if they want to schedule a quick little moment with me there. Uh, but that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Listen, you have been such an inspiration. You've also been such an educator. Uh, in this moment. I feel like every time I talk to you, like I'm always learning things and like really getting the opportunity to like take that information in and like use it and apply it. Like I will never forget what you told me last year when we met, you were just like, listen, bitch, you don't ever need to date. You need to make sure that you date somebody for at least eight months before you give them any sort of time to like be a part of your life. And that is like, re- like every single time I've like tried to like, you know, put myself out there, like met somebody. I'm like, can I see myself hanging out with you for eight months before? before we even like can you chill out long enough for us to do that and i'm always like keeping these like things in the back of my head oh my god and and like you see someone's character what six weeks in yeah no and that's true the research are on trust are like no give it eight months mm-hmm. then. so no oh i know it's i wish it was a shorter time frame but i'm glad that that landed with you i know it's so yes Yes. Oh, it definitely is. Listen, you have blessed me in so many different ways. Like, like I said, you truly like picked me out of the crowd. And I was like, oh my God, he notices me. And now it's like, we're here. So I'm so grateful for you. And thank you for taking the time to share with, you know, my community and, you know, my listeners and like your information, like your knowledge, like just thank you. 
Oh, Gary, thank you. You put me in such an amazing mood. I was already in a good one now, but you were just like, bitch, you're at seven. I want you at 20. <laughs> Come join me. We have cookies. <laughs> yes! no, I'm just like, I'm imagining all of the trouble we're going to get into, all the adventures we're going to have when the world opens up again. Amen. As your friend and as your colleague, it's just an honor to be with you in this. So thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we are going to end it here. This is your uh, weekly installment. It's not a weekly installment, girl. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Girl, this is Mystic Moments. Get into it. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Y'all already know. Holla at your famous, your favorite bitch over on Twitter or on Instagram at Gangsta Gurry. We don't do, and it's Gangsta with an A because we don't do that ER Buster shit over here. G-U-R-R-Y. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter. You can also subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com backslash Gangsta Gurry. If you're interested in, you know, find a little more out about me and the shit that I do. But thank you all so much. I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see each other in November. And my last piece, Go fucking vote, bitch.